Good evening. Your regular host Danny Glover resigned today, remarking that he's too old for this shit. Two years after two U.S. hikers have been detained after crossing the Iraq-Iran border under suspicions of espionage, a surprisingly harsh sentencing could hey! further... You get away from her! I'll burn your goddamn house down! Alrighty, welcome to the first world privilege hour. Uh, with me, as always, and you. Uh, we have uh, Brian, the Cobra Wielder Flynn. Take a look at my snake. <laughs> Zach, still bummed and ineffectual about Garfield 2, the tale of two kitties, Powers. <laughs> oh, John, will you ever find love? No. And uh, Pat, the karate assassin, Madaw. Yes. That's right, I'm going to give myself the coolest nickname if I'm hosting. It doesn't even have anything to do with the topic. At least ours are... Well, no, there are karate assassins. There yeah, are karate of, assassins in this week's topic. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait before wait, we get in... Old business. We cliffhanger. Like the segment of the show I like to call old business. Or old. all the business. We'll figure out a catch Dog title. business. <laughs> Do- but we have to A, business. plug things, and B, take care of standing uh, affairs. Okay, plug things. Uh, we have our next open mic night at the Rooster and Moon on September 12th. It's the that day is- after the 10th anniversary of my friend Dan's 12th birthday. 13th, 14th birthday. Alright. Also, Very roundabout uh, it's the day after this year's celebration of Grandparents' Day. Well, Everyone should be in high spirits. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves their grandparents. <laughs> yeah, it's not awkward, and it's not... My grandparents died in the World Trade Center, oddly enough. Oh. It was an uncomfortable release. Release. I was, like, all excited for Grandparents' Day. You're going, you're going too obvious with Brian. We're dancing around. We're not supposed to say it. <laughs> We're dancers. Okay. I mean, when somebody asks me, are we human or are we dancer... I always answer with the letter. I haven't uh, plugged this before on the show, but I might as well. I, If you want more of me, but less of these two, <laughs> I do a podcast also called The Film Concussion with Russell Carlson and Chris Boroff. So you can listen to that. And if you want uh, more of me, Brian Flynn, and less of these two, um, be my friend. Nice try, Brian. So you can watch so some alone. TV. Stick yeah. to eHarmony. <laughs> I'm on chemistry. Where all your problems will be solved. Second order Electronic of business, harmony. I believe, is the our tontine. tontine. Our tontine uh, recap, really quickly. If you are alive, make some indication that you are so. Brian. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Brian is still alive. Zach. The real action this week is not on the Tontine, which, as always, seems to have come to a slow crawl. Which is not going. <laughs> it's wait, not wait. as competitive as I thought. Um, it was I did is. meet a beautiful woman with wings last night. Okay, Ooh, that may be a bad sign. That's, but uh, the real action this week, by the way, a stinger for later in the episode. Trivia. It yes. is the championship oh, yes. match between Brian Flynn and myself. I have been eliminated oh. already. Gets the trophy, um, which, by the way, I have made. It is behind the couch. Excellent. Oh, um, we'll have we'll have pictures of this 
excellent, absolutely exquisite piece of trophy. If, if I had to pick one word to describe it, it would be luminous. Yes. And the winner also gets the champion's veto. Which means yes. you can just win an argument whenever Regardless you say Regardless of factual so. basis, you could just have a series of words that don't mean anything that you're stringing together to counterpoint somebody else's point. You could you do a freestyle rap video. that, for some reason, just wins an argument. So, which you could talk about why Jeffrey see. Dahmer was not that bad. Is there anything else? Because I'd um, rather talk about old business. Yeah, me too. Our uh, Facebook and reviewing us on yes, iTunes. Yes, review us for the love of God. DenverComedyCoop.com. I'm tired of the comment section just being a desolate And wasteland. become a fan of the First World Privilege Hour on Facebook. Become a yeah. fan. Yeah, fan things. Send us your around. questions, concerns, we suggestions. Might, uh, yeah, we might do uh, something that you guys suggest. Something you want us to do. Yeah, because we, as this week's episode suggests, I'm scraping the bottom of the Our barrel. ideas are running thin, yep. obviously. I've had three topics we've and had, I'm done. We've had a few suggestions <laughs> that we're probably going to do eventually from the likes of, say, uh, Brian Flynn's boss slash slave driver. What did he say? He said Harlem Nights. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Okay. Yeah. We come up with ideas pretty much on the spot. Any pre-planning would be much appreciated. Speaking of topics of which we talk about. (laughs) Yep, topics of which we talk about. (laughs) These are things. Other than the topics we don't discuss. Speaking of words of which are noises. Yes. (laughs) Yes. They are noises with some kind of phonetic significance that are translated into meaning. All of these things are going to come at you in the form of an audio. I hope you are aware of what words are prior to jumping onto this podcast. (laughs) Otherwise, you're probably going to be lost. You're probably already confused. You are beyond. If you're unaware of the concept of words, you're probably some sort of civilized wolf or a feral child. Yes, who came across an iPod, like that one from the Jungle Book. <laughs> um, Mowgli. Mowgli. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> the topic this week is Did Passion Mowgli play. have wings? The, the topic this week is Passion Play. This is a movie. In the and, barest sense. And nothing more. Uh, <laughs> Megan Fox is it. In wants it, so to be it's... so much. It's our first Megan Fox movie yeah. that we're discussing yes. here on the First World Privilege Hour. And in case you were ever wondering. If Mickey Rourke and Bill Murray combined their acting prowess and pitted against Megan Fox's lack of prowess, which side would win? Would it be good? The lack of prowess. Yeah. Yeah. It rubs off on Mickey Rourke and Bill Murray, two very well-respected actors. I think more than that, it's the biggest comedic actor of our times. I think the biggest conflict isn't between acting prowess and lack of prowess. It's acting prowess on Mickey Rourke and Bill Murray's parts and not giving a shit on Mickey Rourke and Bill Murray's parts, of which they're highly capable. I'm going to set a dangerous precedent here on the First World Privilege Hour. It's the first time I'm going to apologize for picking a movie. I actually had to watch it twice today because I didn't know we were watching it as a group. Like we usually do. So I was like, I really need to get this taken care of. And I just, ugh, it was so terrible. And then they're like, we're going to watch Passion Play now. And then I just went into their room in the fetal position for a little while. I have a um, list. I think we can go over it later. Okay, yeah. But this is just a teaser. Things we did instead of watching Passion Play. <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll go into that in a bit. But first, I guess we should actually talk about... Okay. The, the we'll, plot? We'll briefly synopsize the movie because there's so little that actually yeah, happens. Yeah, it's for very how much, slow movie. For how much length okay. there is. Okay. Mickey Rourke is taken out to the desert by some thug to be executed for he's, some reason. He's a... Because uh, he fucked Bill Murray's wife. Yeah, he yeah fucked, Bill he's Murray's a, an evil gangster. He's a, Bill Murray's an evil gangster. Who's, Mickey, his name is Happy Shannon. Not Mickey Rourke... with Happy Gilmore. 
or no, professional please don't player. confuse him with happy gilmore <laughs> or shannon donnelly who we went to high school with hey shannon probably i don't not. think you listen probably to this listening. but it'd be cool if you did but so he gets mickey rourke by... is a mickey rourke is a down on his luck jazz musician which um, aren't they all of course he's in this movie he plays every jazz musician ever he plays tom waits in this movie essentially <laughs> but he he gets taken out to the uh to the middle of the desert no, by cool. tom waits would have been way cooler yeah, yeah he would tom waits if he saw a woman with wings would write a depressing song about it and then fuck off yeah we could have assumed <laughs> like maybe to give the benefit of the doubt no never mind i'm not even going to give the benefit of the doubt of the passion play i hate this movie i hate it chuck liddell and this takes... is the guy who suggested transmorphers yeah I know. <laughs> Transmorphers looks like the Godfather in comparison to this because things actually happen in Transmorphers. Transmorphers. Cool Dog. Yeah. Cool Dog is awesome. We can't cool deny the awesome. awesomeness of Cool Dog. Yeah. But cool Dog and Brad If Cool and Dog played Mickey Rourke's character, this would have been awesome. Anyways. If Meredith Baxter <laughs> Dimly were the gangster. Oh, oh my god. god. Cool Dog and Meredith Baxter Dimly. Oh, it's the match made in heaven. These are all we have to make this crossover. To, these are all callbacks to previous episodes. Meredith Baxter oh, cool was the villain in Bratz. If you yeah, listen to this podcast at all, then you probably listen to all of them because that's what I did. Because I'm, we pull you in. Yeah, we're we're, we're addicting like a nicotine patch. I, or Sherlock would wear or because heroin. It seems like if yeah, he, I don't heroin. know. But uh, anyways, yeah. so uh, he's being taken out to be executed. <laughs> And so right by by uh, Chuck the Iceman Liddell, yeah. uh, a UFC fighter who right before he's executed, is inexplicably in this movie. Right there's a he's really execu- long shot of an eagle. Yeah, just a hawk soaring overhead, which it's, has it's wings. About, it's like a four minute foreshadowing. It's, it's literally about the shot is roughly as long as the intermission from Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> so I'm going to say about 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Mickey <I> Rourke's <laughs> character is saved by this team of, I'm going to call them Native American karate sharpshooters. They're all wearing karate <laughs> gis, and one of them has, he just like takes out Chuck Liddell from a really far distance. And then he goes down to see Mickey, Mickey Rourke, like, and he's he, like, what's up? And he leaves. Doesn't even say anything, though. He just like yeah. nods at him. Mickey Rourke kind of tips his hat, and then six like this Native American thing. karate sharpshooters run off into the background. Like, this is a thing in this yeah. world where like, oh, it's just, it's the Indian Justice Squad. They're like, <laughs> they're like a team of superheroes. Wait, we have in you think they'd be digging up the play world. corpse of Andrew Jackson just fucking it on the steps of the Washington Memorial well, what or I something. wanted at this point in the movie was I wanted a movie about Indian Justice Squad. <laughs> How awesome would that movie? They're, they're a Justice Squad who goes around the desert and is like... Cool you know dog leads them and they fight Meredith Baxter Dimly. You know what? If you're into Indian Justice Squads, uh, IJS. The, the Chuck... IJS. Uh, the Chuck Norris movie... Lone Wolf McQuaid is eerily similar to this because he's like a retired Texas Ranger. And so he just sits in the desert and just shoots people who he assumes through his binoculars are doing bad things. <laughs> like Shooter, like Mark Wahlberg and Shooter. Yeah, probably. I but didn't if see that. An, movie, an Indian but... Justice Squad. They've got to have some pun, some Trail of Tears pun, right? Oh, yeah. right before they shoot somebody. <laughs> like, welcome to your Trail of Tears. It'd be hard to hear a pun. Your family's going to be walking down away. a Trail of Tears. It'd be hard yeah. to hear a pun from that far away. I feel like they write it on the bullet. Yell. Yeah. <laughs> the sniper's. Hey, guess what? Hey, I um, got a pun! <laughs> what? 
a pun. I'm a sniper. I'm I got to... a pun before I'm... I put a bow. Oh, he's I'm running. I'm about to kill you, and I'm going to make a pun before I shoot you. <laughs> None of this so happens in passion play. He starts walking. Right. Well, he walks through the desert until he wanders upon, of course, what else would be in the desert? A circus of course. in the desert where there's no people. There's Run no customers, by, uh, but there's a bunch Rice of circus Eisen's. freaks, and they're, they're doing their act. So he's walking through, bearded lady, that's cool, elephant man, and he's like, I'm people, and he's like, no. <laughs> I, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of this movie is, he goes up to the guy running the side show, he's like, hey, can I use your phone? And, like, he can't use it for some reason, and he's just wandering around. He asks one more person to use their phone, other than the teeming crowds of people, and then he just gives up and starts wandering around the side, Joe, because he <laughs> gave up on the whole phone angle. Well, as like we say, uh, Rudy Siphons is the yes. one of the other actually usually pretty good actors who is somehow like, I guess the guy who directs this has Paul in Hollywood because he just got yeah. these people to be in his shit um, movie. The guy who made this movie is Mitch Glazer. He wrote for uh, Crawdaddy, which was a big rock and roll magazine back mm-hmm. in the 60s. He co-wrote Scrooge. He was really big on getting the Saturday Night Live mythos started up. Like the John Belushi era. Yeah. Enough about that guy, though. He's not very. Fun. He's been um, twenty years making this movie. It is about. <laughs> it's this, called Passion Play. It is about this time in this movie that we stumble upon a Megan Fox with wings. What well, wings? She has wings, and uh, Mickey Rourke plays this not like either holy shit you got wings or like oh you don't see that every day he plays it like exactly like, where they, it doesn't work like, right are they the- real another thing I, another problem i had with this movie is that it's constantly confused about what year it takes place in because there's a lot of things that look really modern but they refuse to use cell phones they use pay phones instead the camera looks like it's from like the mid 90s i would say that he uses to take pictures of megan fox oh the that camera is from heels from an asian tourist yeah and that yeah. like it looks like kind of archaic but not so archaic that but all the dialogue in this movie sounds like it's in the 30s like i think your honey just split i'm like nobody says that and the whole fact that he's a jazz musician and everything like it just seemed really weird just like place it in the 1930s where circus freaks actually existed before it was just like completely taboo or just don't make such a shitty movie in the first place that's true do that um, la- la- the latter thing. Oh, and by say. the way, I should note that uh, we're introduced to Megan Fox. She's a sideshow. Performs in a sideshow, and by she's performs, a... this is like a recurring theme. She's used as a perform, like as a performance piece, basically. By she has as, as a sexualized bird, but essentially. Like, but but yeah. no. But I want to discuss something very specific, which is every time she's in a sideshow or put on stage or something, her performance involves her just standing there having wings. It's like the and day- that's it. It's like that's all she does. It's yeah. like the it's uh, not, you're not getting your money's worth. She's just standing there, like having wings and being Megan Fox. You just go, oh, cool wings, then move on to the next one. Yeah, there. and she stands there for like it seems like pretty long amounts of time. And her performing sullen. Her performance is eerily akin to the dance scenes in the movie Sucker Punch. <laughs> where they just kind of sway a little bit yeah, and just go true. into a dream world. That's it. Yeah, and they, they're like, wow, they sway that was and amazing. Yeah, and that's Megan Fox. She sways and looks pained. Um, pained enough for Mickey Rourke to go to her trailer. He's like, because they're gin. two outcasts. They have yeah. some gin. He's like, hey, what's up? You should up? leave this place. And then she's like, yeah. they've known each other for all of five minutes, and he's like, let me take you she away has from his all album, this. Though. She does have his album. Nate Poole is Poole. his name, and he's a trumpeter. Anyways, and he, and he leaves she, the trailer, and she's Reese, like, he, you should leave. He he goes, the, run, the person master. who runs the carnival, the circus, uh, 
kidnaps him and is like, you talking to my woman? I'm going to kill you for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill you with snakes because yeah. you said something. Him I with, think you might have said something about her With a 10-foot long rattlesnake, which doesn't happen in nature. And, and also... You will see the future clearly before you die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just throws that in. The like, worst right. line oh, ever. By the way, it, because I'm going to kill you right now, it's important that you know you're going to see the future. The snake um, is a magic <laughs> snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then Megan also, Fox... Uh, it's ba- important for me to note, Reese Ivins looks like a cross between David Bowie and the Persian Emperor from 300. You know, Xerxes. I watched Fargo last night, and he looked in his first scene just like... Greer Grim- Grimswald from Fargo, the blonde-haired Eastern He looks European kind of killer. like scraggly, yeah. like pancakes. Sh- scraggly chic a little bit. Like, he has, like, some... Like, Everyone in this movie looks scraggly chic. Yeah. Except Megan Fox, who just looks like a She's sex so bird. pale, though. And she yeah. comes she's in... She's weirdly pale in this movie. She's pretty pale in a lot of stuff, but... Yeah. Um, I didn't... She comes in with the pickup truck, uh... Like just that she just had just crashes a hole. It's like oh, I'll escape now. And then she's like, "Hop in." I know you said that I, we should escape earlier, and I was like, "Nah, brah." But then now I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." So they leave their lives behind, and, and they're uh, driving down the road, eating on each other's apples. Yeah, for some reason, Mickey Rourke is involved in the mob somehow, and he calls like um, his agent or his ex-wife or like some woman who sits at a pool. They and never really and clearly explain what she's doing, but then the the. The, I love this part of the movie because she rehashes everything that's happened, yeah. and then in this conversation on the phone, you realize what the fuck you've been watching. She's like, yeah. "Okay, let me get this straight. You got taken out to a desert, then somebody in a karate uniform shot the guy who was gonna shoot you. You just wandered into a circus, and now some bitch with wings is driving you around in her pickup truck." And I'm just like, "Seriously, this <laughs> unnamed female character is the Greek chorus for this so, movie." Yeah, but at this time. He's watching Megan Fox on a hilltop against the worst CGI background since The Room. It looks so bad. And fly. she's like, she's kind of like jumping and, and then like floating in the wind. And he's, like, and he's like, oh my. Uh, and by the way, he says, God damn, in this movie, like at least a hundred times. A number, like way more than than just gets the point across. He's like, and, and it, God damn. She's eventually, like, God damn wind right Eventually, uh, they get a hotel room. And there's some We're about so- 30 minutes in at this point. Yeah. yeah. 30 minutes in. They get a hotel room. There's some sort of tiff. Then they make up. Who gives a shit? And then the <laughs> next morning, she sneaks out and goes to a plastic surgeon oh, to yeah. have her wings removed. Which seems like a reasonable thing. Right? But because you're a person with wings. Because yeah. she's Mickey like, this Rourke makes my back up. hurt. Yeah. Tracks I her look down like a like, He tracks her down by... Uh, Pencil scratching the uh, notepad oh, by the payphone. Oh, yeah, that old gimmick. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then um, he's like, oh, this is a plastic surgeon's office. Your wife, because he pretends she's his wife because he's the world's greatest detective, yes. is in a consultation. So he somehow runs down to this plastic surgeon's <laughs> office. That's an undefined uses, distance away. He uses and, sad jazz musician yeah. powers. <laughs> the Flash. <laughs> uh, the nature of his debt to the mob, by the way, is not very clear. Uh, he fucked... Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Bill Murray's, Murray's wife. wife. That's right. Yeah, and they that's they really um, introduce it like that talent. They're like, "Look, you no, fucked this literally." Wife. <laughs> he's on the phone with he's on the phone with the, the Greek unnamed chorus. woman, and she just says out of the blue, "You fucked his wife." A true. They're not going to let you live. It's worth noting that Bill Murray has not shown up yet at this point. Not so we don't know what the fuck she's talking A about. True but anyway, passion play. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mickey Rourke, uh, his character's name is Nate Poole, but whatever. Yeah, uh, not he a good bursts name. into the doctor's office and 
proceeds to just abuse the fuck out of well, the doctor. Basically, just what doing happens his job. is first he's talking to Megan Fox. And well, he's like, first he's, he's he like, bur- bursts into the office like, "You get away from her." And then oh. she's like, I want to get these off. They're hurting my back. They're just really, like, in the way. And I have then, to sleep on my stomach. And then, and then he's like, like yeah, and then he you? goes, since when does normal ever want a goddamn well, the doctor, <laughs> the screenplay the, yes. the doctor says something like, it is not normal. Like, very very calmly. I think it's like, his only the line. the most reasonable and then thing he's ever like, said in this movie. And then, he, yeah, and then he, like, turns to him again very, like, angrily. And he's yeah. like, when did normal win a goddamn prize? And as they're leaving, he turns to the doctor and he's like, you come nearer again and I will find your address and burn down your motherfucking house. <laughs> this doctor has done nothing. Other than way. his job. This doctor is taking a consultation that she ordered. <laughs> he's like, yeah. has suggested nothing <laughs> exactly. other than most people don't have wings. <laughs> Which <laughs> is true. It, all it is, a woman came into his office with wings. He's like, oh, that's weird. We should probably remove those. He's like, and then some guy comes in. We're not going to fucking remove okay. those. He's like, okay, fine. Okay. Next patient. Let's do a, let's do a quick role-playing <laughs> exercise. I'll play plastic surgeon Zach you play a person with wings. I'll come no, into my office. Oh, okay. You can come in later, Pat. Oh. Okay. Hello, okay. good sir. Oh shit, you have wings. I'm guessing you're in a plastic surgeon's office and you have wings. It you is, want me to take you know off what? your wings? It's a really uncomfortable and it's not a very workable just mutation. Right. This seems it's, like it's a perfectly terribly, people stare at me all hey, the time. I hey, can't fly. Hey. This... Fuck that. <laughs> I think those wings are really pretty. What do you think? But and unusual. She's... And she's gonna sleep on her stomach until she's dead. It sounds miserable. I'm trying to do the only chair. Hey, I'm gonna burn your house. <laughs> your house is getting burned. At this point, you Thin. grab a nearby vat of sulfuric acid and splash <laughs> it. <on. laughs> and that was how Two Face was born. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is this actually, actually Chris Nolan. The film. penguin came in to see Two Face one day. <laughs> and he's like, I got these flippers and these wings and that then, don't fly. Yeah. And then I guess a mobster. And I can toboggan on my stomach. And, said, <laughs> and he's like, hey. hey this guy have that weird nose until he's uh, <laughs> This penguin is beautiful. I don't know why you're coming in to see this guy. He's a district attorney, not a plastic masseur. Anyways, actually, I, I have a degree in both law and plastic. Oh my no! god! <laughs> now you have a degree in acid. <laughs> and that is how Two Face was. <laughs> but I think the only thing that happens after this movie is Bill Murray comes and he's like. Hey, I'm gonna kill you because you fucked my wife. But instead, I'm just gonna take Who's this girl. Dead? He killed his wife. Yeah. He oh, he's like, oh, guess what? I'm a, he's like, what wife? I'm a widow now, and it's like, dun, dun, dun. It doesn't really do dun, 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 but it's impli- yeah. heavily implied that he had his wife. But he's killed. like, I don't know. It's his, he's called Happy, by the way, because his dad used to call him Happy because he was never happy. That's really again, stupid. very really subtle stupid. character work. And there's all, oh. and then he just kind of like he just makes a contract. Zach, you look, you look like you're on fire. He inside. just makes he just makes a contract with old musician guy i forget his name nate pool um and then he's like i won't kill you but i get to have this girl and then make my own sideshow uh that's which is the exact same which is the exact except she's same shirtless and she has her hand over her boobs she's covering her boobs with her own hand like a but and she's still other aside from just being a general antagonist bill murray's other role in this movie is to deliver really weird lines at the end of scenes yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he sees her through like the backstage of a weird play he's at and he says like something like 
oh, the residents of heaven have fallen, or some bullshit yeah. like that. He, That's not exactly what he says, but it's, it's always some equally, like, it's some, equally stupid. It's always some vague reference to, like, heaven or angels or something. Like, there's one point where he's like, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? That's when someone's holding a knife to Mickey Rourke's ear. And there's no yeah. reason to say it's that. There's no, style. like significance of saying that other than it's a phrase with the word angel in it yeah or like he uh he starts singing songs from the band wings for about <laughs> 20 minutes like you know one well, he puts on a dvd of the tv show wings yep. or he puts on a dvd of it's a wonderful life at one point uh mickey Rourke's character bursts in on megan fox and bill murray's character's just watching some old movie. I assumed it was It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And I hoped like that they would have that part where, like, they'd show... The daughter would be like, Look, Daddy, every time a bell rings, the angel gets the wings. Then, and then all the characters turn and wink at and the And then camera. just a yeah. bunch of reaction shots after that. But then we discussed the possibility of them and just Bill Murray ang- would say something menacingly, like, Every time a gun fires, an angel loses her... Jazz wings. boyfriend. Yeah, her, jazz, her old jazz Every boyfriend. time a jazz musician dies, an angel loses its wings. Every time a jazz musician dies, the world is a little better. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, then I'm gonna kill that plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we both hate him. Yeah, then that's how the end of the movie. They find mutual ground. They team up, <laughs> and the last 40 minutes is just a snuff film of them kicking the shit out of this plastic surgeon. That's another idea for a better movie. The, the life <laughs> yeah. of that plastic surgeon who everybody just hates for no reason like he's a really reasonable guy but everywhere he goes he like goes to the bookstore and he's like goes to the coffee area and he's like uh can i get um a decaf coffee oh oh decaf. Sure, i'll burn your house down <laughs> how about i put i splash in your goddamn face oh true you, you want play. you want a scone with that here do you want that on a plate or in a bag or i'm gonna put your family in a lawnmower <laughs> Inside the lawn, <laughs> then he's gonna run it. But um, what happens after this? So, oh, uh, Bill! All, all that happens after this um, point. This is a, a, an hour and a half worth of movie, and like three things have well, happened. Well, he finds Megan Fox. They run away. Well, no, um, wait, 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 wait. What? First, something that happens is uh, Mickey Rourke's character tries to do some bar magic to pick up this one heavily oh. tattooed woman. Also, no, no, no. We, the, first of all, he's going to use Megan Fox to pay off his debt to Bill Murray somehow. Yeah, because um, like he could se- Bill Murray can sell tickets to see Bitch with they, Wings. But he like makes it so Bill Murray can see her but doesn't get a chance to get to her because he knows he'll kill him if, she, if he can and take her away. And then they go back to the motel room. And For the most graphic bird sex scene in the history yeah. of cinema. If you're and inter- I think possibly the only bird sex scene in the history of if, cinema. If you see regular sex scenes, you're like, there's something missing from here. I know, wings. Wings everywhere. Mickey Rourke caressing the wings yeah. and the wings enveloping him. And then, I've seen less disturbing sex scenes in the room. <laughs> I seriously thought she was oh, going to like, eat and, him or something. At one point, one of her feathers flicks off of her wings and flies out the window. And then a guy and picks it up and he's like, wait, it's actually feather, covered. what the hell is this? He's the like, feather so- is covered in jasmine jizz. Uh, jasmine jizz. Minimizing her jizz references. Uh, <laughs> it's actually jizzent. <laughs> okay. Bill Murray, and he wakes up the next day and Bill Murray's got a knife to his ear and there's a gratuitous He delivers the great shot. line, um, gratuitous panty shots. He has her in a glass case covering her own boobs. We're just missing the carnival. Reese Iphens comes yes, back. Yes, uh, Reese Iphens oh, comes yeah. back because the uh, tattooed woman, Mickey Rourke's character, was trying to pick up in a bar with shitty magic tricks. 
they end up having sex because I guess she's a fan. If he reached back and pulled chocolates from behind her ear, she would have just Lost fucked him shit. right there in the bar. <laughs> but they go back to... Oh, he does the worst magic yeah. at the bar. It's like, it doesn't he's make like sense. A, he's got, he's like got a, a lemon under a napkin and he's trying to make it move across the table. <laughs> but, but he can't really do it. Yeah. It's really awkward. Um, so they go back to this, I'm going to call it a flop house. Yeah. And they flop. In that uh, they start having sex, but instead well, of really, having... she she keeps her underwear on the whole time, and he's pretty much fully clothed. Yeah, he that's she's true. Naked she's from like, the but she heroin. is she is sitting on his lap, and he is a former heroin addict. She ties his arm and has a needle full of heroin. He doesn't care about anything anymore at this point. So Mickey Rourke is like, "Yeah, go ahead, naked woman, straddling me, inject me with heroin." So she does. And then she gets up off him, and Re-Siphon's Carney Master character comes back in and is like, this was your punishment. Sort of. Pretty I much. Mean, yeah, it's like really weird, and he's like, the last thing you see before you die is wings. And oh, yeah. Like, the weird naked tattooed woman has wings on her back. Tattooed, I but guess. But it's a callback to that 15-minute eagle. Yeah. 15-minute <laughs> <laughs> eagle. Um, that's the greatest short like film a ever. Sex position. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes fifteen. It's actually minutes, when it's you're like... having sex with someone and you regurgitate food into their mouth. It's like how For Rachel Ray minutes? has like yes. a fifteen minute meal. It's very it's hard some, to pull off. It's a sex position that only works. The, in 15 the point minutes. is, um, Reese Iphens is pretty inconsistent with his punishments because for talking with Megan Fox, yeah, he is going to kill him with a large snake. And for stealing her and giving her a new life and giving her to a powerful gangster, he has a naked woman straddle him and gives him free heroin. <laughs> Take Don't that. think about what you've done, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> I, I, I say that because Mickey Rourke doesn't really play a character so much as he plays Mickey Rourke in every other Mickey Nobody Rourke really movie. Plays a That's true. Yeah. But if he were just wearing Bill a t shirt, that was. Closest. Yeah. If Mickey Rourke were just wearing a t shirt that's like, remember when I was in body heat? That would be more effective character development. <laughs> oh, Reciphons gets killed by Bill Murray. Yeah. Just and like then that. he smacks Megan Fox. Oh, very ineffectively. What is He's this like, line before that? We're leaving. It, oh, yeah. We're leaving. And he just wildly swings his arm in a hopeful slap. She's in a glass box holding her own tits. Yep. Mickey Roar comes up and he's and like... And there's an audience there. There's an audience. Like, she's not doing anything. And they're all just like... Meow, they seem intrigued. I it's paid, just her standing there. I paid $40 there. to watch this wing bitch hold her tits. She's not even... She's covering any potential nudity. And she has panties on, so... Yeah, no below the waistline either. Right, and um, <laughs> I mean Bill Murray may so be ruthless, clear. but he is not a savage. People can't even tell that these wings are real. Yeah, it's she's just, not turning around. She is. It's like really bad performance art. Really, it's like okay, if you were in creative college and you were an artist and you were like, oh shit, my finals due today, but I forgot to do anything because I got drunk the last forty nights. <laughs> I gotta put something together. Um, I'll just get my hot friend Natalie to wear these fake wings oh, and stand in a glass cube. <laughs> Done. Can I at least cover my tits with my hand? I mean, if you want. All right, go for it. But Mickey Rourke has had it up to here with that cube. Yeah, he's he like, breaks the shit out of that fuck cube. that cube. And there's a really weird shot of Bill Murray just watching him while he yeah. walks yeah. up to the cube. Expression. And then he punches the cube and he's like, let's get out of here. Let's go to the roof. The only sense It's like thing when you're breaking breaks in Super Mario Brothers to try to get a coin. So now except Bill the, Murray and the gangsters are after him, even though they could have killed him easily at this point, when he was just yeah. slowly walking towards the cube. So they go out to the roof and he's like, hey, you gotta fly. And she's like, I can't fly. Gotta I'm fly way too now. heavy. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's the insinuation and, uh, that Megan Fox is too heavy to fly. I wish they good the body <laughs> image thing. Yeah, yeah, no. I would but love then, to fly, but I'm too fat. But then, oh, uh, there is one point where she's like, huh, "My wings, I just weigh too much for my wings," and <laughs> it's just like anorexia solution. Yeah. You can fly with anorexia. <laughs> that's <laughs> they put that on Teen Crisis Center billboards. Let's you can <laughs> fly with anorexia. Let's your dreams of like beauty going... take soar yeah. and flight. And you can... Well, the crisis is <laughs> teens are too fat. But then Mickey Rourke's what? like, if you're not going to fly, then I'm just going to fucking bail. He jumps off and she's like, wait. And then she realizes that she can fly. She grabs him and Bill Murray's like, they're escaping. And they start to fly away. And they fly over the desert where they see, what do they see? Mickey Rourke's dead body. The Native American uh, Vengeance Squad didn't save him after all. They were just a Native little bit American too late. Native American karate snipers. <laughs> He's been dead the whole time. He, this yep. whole thing. This was has been a, a dying man's pretentious Sixth vision. Sense. Jacob's ladder. It's like shitty Jacob's ladder. In yeah. case you couldn't tell, this movie is boring as fuck. It's yeah. batch. It's both batshit crazy and really boring. So I made this list of things we did instead of watching Passion Play. So the first thing I've written down is. We took OK Cupid quizzes on which literary character are you and which character from The Wire are I you. I've already taken The Wire quiz previously. As this. I. Uh, I got Roland Prez, Prez Belusky. I got Gus Haynes. I'm D'Angelo Barksdale. You got D'Angelo Barksdale. I'm Dangelo. And uh, the literary character, we Zach and I both got Tom Sawyer. Pat did not. And I didn't take it. I was in the other room. So uh, if any crying. listeners out there want to paint a fence for us... Yeah, we got a sweet deal on fence painting. We won't pay you, and we'll trick you into doing it. That's an illusion. Marbles or some shit. Um, second thing we did, we found out that there is a page on Facebook which Brian lists. Flynn and I will also be watching our own funerals. Yes, much like Passion Play. <laughs> we found out that there is a page on Facebook which lists lynching as a sport, and forty people like it. That's true. We did find that out. <laughs> We also looked up Eat the Rich. Yes. Yes, yes. And there is a political movement called Eat the Rich. We encourage our listeners to join yes. it. Yes, eatherich.com slash gov. Just go to Facebook and write Eat the Rich. Eatherich.gov. I don't think that's an official government function, according to Obama's tax cut God damn it, Obama. Now Pat had to watch Passion Play twice. Thanks, Obama. Third thing we discuss. Morgan Freeman saying motherfucker. Uh, there is a movie Shoot called Jumper or Wanted. <laughs> Wanted, and there is a clip Which from we that should movie discuss in the future because it's shitty. Where yeah. uh, Morgan Freeman says, and he says it just like this Shoot this motherfucker! Like he's narrating a newsreel. <laughs> and we were talking about how we wished he had sworn in more things. For instance, if he was like, I remember thinking it would take a man a hundred years to get through those walls. That motherfucker did it in 20. <laughs> it was a tall motherfucker. <laughs> See, these penguins... Or in seven, when it would have been appropriate. Get yeah. a motherfucking library card. What's in the box? What's in the box? Your wife's motherfucking head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different character. You're a bum. <laughs> and finally, on my list of things we did instead of watching Passion Play, we discussed our kinkiest presidents. James K. Polk, according to Pat. Very... It was his namesake. Um... We also discussed dating tips. Which, uh... Teaser for the Denver Comedy Co-op Presents episode 3, September 12th. Um, anyhow, uh, final thoughts on Passion Play. Passion Play is a shitty, shitty movie that took Mitch Glazer 20 years to make. He poured his life into it. This is the story he was born to tell. And it is fucking horrifying. It is terrible. Graphic bird sex abounds. I can't even recommend seeing it. She hasn't seen the ocean. And he yeah, oh god, we got that date. part. 
takes her on a date to a theater that just has a backdrop of, of the, the ocean. ocean. He's like, and then just sadly plays his trumpet yeah, while she sits even, in it, silence. It, she just stares at him and he's playing the trumpet looking the other way. And it thinks, I guess the date goes well because I think they end up fucking that night. Yeah, that's Who the, the night they had knows. the bird sex. Megan Fox and Mickey Rourke. This movie takes itself more seriously than I think Holocaust movies I've seen. Those lighthearted romps. Yeah. This movie is kind of hilarious for how seriously it takes itself and how pretentious it is, but I still can't outright recommend it. I'll go next. My final thoughts are it's bad, but it's not hilariously bad because it's not funny when somebody takes himself really, really seriously. Has all these, I mean, like, the room pretentiousness. Is, but it just doesn't but, do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, but he's, like, super foreign and just a super weird guy. Like, this guy at least has a grasp on, like, you know, rational thought. He's just like, I'll just put... A girl with wings, something that's really... There's a lot of things that it's symbolic of, and it's, like, it's pregnant with a lot of meaning, but it doesn't actually go anywhere. He doesn't do anything with the fact that she's an angel and that there's, like, there's anything ethereal. Other it's than just, really heavily hint Really, it's just thing. a story about there's a chick who has wings... And Mickey Rourke wants to bone her. There's really nothing beyond that, but the movie pretends like there's a lot more beyond yeah. that. And there's a lot of there's fan service. There's a lot of cleavage and panty shots. Yeah, and... I mean this movie sucks. It totally sucks. Underboo. I I completely hate it. It moves really really slow. None of the characters are likable. It's just dog shit. If you ever want to see passion play, just take a bunch of NyQuil and then fall asleep instead. The combined skill of Bill Murray and Mickey Rourke, undone by the awful terribleness of Megan Fox, more than undone. I don't like Megan Fox to begin with, I should note. Yeah. I don't think she's particular. I think she's really... I don't think any of us do. The kind of attractive that she is, like, people are really into, people like her and Jessica Alba, it's like if an alien looked at every billboard in the world and just made the average of it. It would be something like Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she's also seems to be a huge bitch. Yeah. I'm going to say that right now. But I do like Bill Murray a lot. And Mickey Rourke's all right. I don't know. He's kind of crazy. He's a yeah. weird dude. But Bill Murray, it saddens me that he was in this film. Frankly, it was really... Yeah, it, it, like they said, don't watch it. It's not good, bad. There are a few moments that are genuinely hilarious. The part where they jump off the building and she starts flying is really funny because it's really bad. Yeah, and there's like really sh- shitty like green screen behind Bill Murray for no reason. Like they yeah. could have just filmed it outside. It's not like you have to like make yeah. a fake sky behind him. Just film it the fuck outside. Also, know? it's worth noting that for some reason people on IMDb not only love this movie oh, but love, love Megan Fox's performance. They are uh, one of the reviews is Megan Fox could decidedly be a citizen of heaven. <laughs> and that's just about how Megan Fox is like, a bold statement. Almost all a lot of the reviews like are saying Megan Fox positive. is dead. A lot of the reviews on IMDb are pretty positive. The written ones. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it doesn't have a very good average. They're written by The idiots. Rotten Tomato score is a whopping 3%. But, we, uh, but, we're but, the true martyrs here because we like, watch this movie. So yeah, we I just lived like, our own passion play. I feel yes. like people feel like they need to defend Megan Fox because they want to see her in more movies, but she's really bad at acting. So they have to like make her be in more movies in preparation for future boners they want to have. But really, they're going about it the wrong way because they should want to be more desperate. We need to be thinking about the future bonus. We need to invest in bonus futures. If she starts, We're in a to, get, boner if she, recession if she starts right to get desperate, then what's that? Nudity, of course. Yes. She's not going to let go of fame. She's going to do a nude scene. Yeah. She's too vapid and stupid and awful to just be like, well, I'll just keep my dignity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something slightly okay. better. Um, This week in news. This weekly news is a bit personal because I have a theory. I've been delivering pizzas, and my theory is that hot girls will tip you the worst. 
Hot girls are the worst tippers. I think I've been stiffed about three. Girls like Megan Fox. I've been exactly stiffed. Girls like Megan Fox. I've been stiffed. I think four times in my like one month of employment, all by hot girls. Oh, all the tip of them. That the tip is getting to see them. That's and not. That's really not glory. true. That's and really then you not. Probably true. go home and masturbate. That's not. Yeah. Honestly, I found some of the worst tippers are not necessarily hot girls, but girls who are showing a lot of cleavage. They're like, yes. this is your tip. There you go. I found that heroin junkies are the worst tippers. I've actually... That's true. I've found that college students or people who seem like they have no experience in the service industry. But here I have a list of the, I try to stay at 20. Yeah, I go 20%. stay as close I go between 20, 20 and 25. I go... High. Okay. You try to go high. I try to stay as close to 20 as possible. I go 20%. Yeah. But I try to keep it around I go, 50 or a dollar. 50 I go, cents or a dollar. I go 20% of its food, a dollar a drink if I'm just at the bar... And if it's delivery, three dollars. Those are my rules. Anyways, I have a list of the ten worst it's celebrity tippers. Uh, right it's here. It's DiGiorno. If you're at all interested, uh, number ten. I, what is this I list put based money on. This if it's list. DiGiorno, I I I uh, put I money in the oven. I think it was from the Miami whatever their newspaper Herald. is down there. Miami I Vice. Want, maybe yeah, the Miami Vice. I think the Miami Emmy Emmy. It's the uh, it's the newspaper the Miami that has a mustache comma and a welcome gold to chain. Michael C. Hall um, as Dexter. Enough! Enough! The CSI Miami? Yes. The, the Miami Sp- Old People Farm? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the moon's over Miami? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Number 10 is Rachel Ray. Apparently she promotes tipping less than 20% Cunt. on her show. Ninth is Bill Cosby. Kind of bumps me out. you won't get a tip. <laughs> Zippity zip, you know. Nobody likes no Rachel tip. Ray in the first place. Yeah. So that one was. A- yeah, she seems really like kind of mean and bitter. Housewives like Rachel. Ray. Eighth is Sean Penn. Not too surprising. I am Sam, and also I don't tip. I I'm doing witty comedy. Yeah. It's not working at <laughs> yeah, all. I know. Um, he does kind of, even though I save like, all of his money for. I like Sean whatever, Penn a lot, Haiti but he does seem kind yeah. of dickish. Um, That's George Clooney. Let's He's see. not going to tip um, the Red Cross workers. Next uh, number seven is Mariah Carey. She doesn't even work anymore, so yeah. it's understandable. Yeah, she, she just she takes money from money. For she's mooching off Nick Cannon. <laughs> That yeah, sweet, she, sweet she cannon the, money. The, the Nickelodeon Nick bucks. Cannon, which the perfect actually, celebrity. Which are actually just, it's just money covered in slime. Yeah, it turns out Nickelodeon bucks aren't Nick legal cannon tender. is the exact level of celebrity where if I saw him or talked to him or met him, I just wouldn't tell anybody about <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. Like, that's the top celebrity that I'd be like, I'm just not going to mention this to anybody. <laughs> did you meet Nick Cannon today? Oh, yeah. If I someone guess. asks, I'll say it, <laughs> I, but I'm I, not going to bring it up. Did I see you on the street corner talking to Nick Cannon? Oh, yeah. Uh, number six is. Then Usher. I got a really good turkey sub. Usher. Usher. Uh, he was infamous for once Let's leaving Usher his. Usher him uh, out of the restaurant. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, he was once infamous for leaving his Wordplay. autograph as a tip one time. Oh, well, that's worse. Uh, our next uh, in line has also cents. done this. He left a copy of the Entourage DVD autographed. It is Jeremy Piven. That Whoa. is actually worth more than probably what. Depending on how much the meal was, an autographed Tom Ray. Hey, you can aunt- sell it. It's a little bit of an inconvenience, but Who it's wants worth to more. Watch it's just Entourage. kind of, it's just weird. I don't know. I would sell it. Yeah. Um, number fourth is the great LeBron James, one of the greatest human beings that I can think of. No. Yeah, I know. I was, I was doing a bit. What about the Dalai Lama? Number three is Barbara Streisand. Not a good tip. Jewish. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzer. We're all thinking it. <laughs> 
Is it bad that I actually was? I wasn't. Jeez. And I'm the Arab here. All right. Oh, well, on the subject, you gotta of, go with that low hanging. Well, on the subject of Judaism, our next one uh, pra- practices Kabbalah. You guys uh, are not doing any favors for stereotypes about your peoples. Madonna. Madonna is number two. Is Madonna Jewish. She practices. She's Kabbalah. named after the, the mother of God. She was born Catholic, and then to quote the Chappelle Show, then she became a whore, <laughs> and, then, and then she became British for a while. Yeah, she was British. She was into the Kabbalah. Uh, she's awful, huh? Yeah. And now she's you know just being reanimated. In some and now she's desperately trying to get attention. She's just like as she has for the past. She's like the old version of Lady Gaga. Yeah, pretty she's much old. Well, that's Gaga. everybody. That's that's a common number one worst tipper in the world. Of celebrities. Tiger Woods. Oh. He gives him a different kind of tip. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to make that to joke, but I'm like, too easy. <laughs> yeah. He fucks him. He, uh... He fucks him good. Well, tipping is a, is a crazy thing. Um, it's not as easy as getting out of a sand trap. Steve Buscemi talked about right. it in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, he did. So, uh, nice you guys fun. have any other thoughts on tips? Hell or no! Or any of those celebrities? Let's move on to Trivia. Fuck celebrities. They're Trivia just about time. the worst people in the world. Okay, here we... All right. This... Okay, this is the point in the podcast where, if you were watching television, a picture of Zach and I's head would appear on screen and we crash together. And there'd be an explosion. Because this abound, is it. Guitar solos, This is the robots, end of this season. Of okay. We've led you up to the football season, but... We will not be playing. There was a trivia lockout. This is the trivia championship, and as such, the, for all the marbles, the we are trivia, not playing for marbles. The trivia category is losers. Uh, my estranged wife is in the audience with our son, and uh, it's kind of a different structure. Each, um, I was punching a side of beef earlier. All right, each. Number, I don't know how that helps. I went to Philadelphia and ran up the stairs, and I. Flew I went to Philadelphia and got AIDS. You guys, you guys. Sorry, the spirit of competition. Okay, spirit of each, competition. Each number will contain Olympic up flame. to five questions. Um, each each one number worth will one contain point. five questions. So yeah, so it's a random crapshoot of whether you get about. I would say three to. There's no. How many questions? Uh, there's sixteen numbers. Each number contains multiple questions, all within the same topic. Once we get into it, you'll kind of get an idea of what's going on. Brian Flynn! Brian! I won the coin toss! Brian, the Cobra Wielder Flynn, will be going first in the Tournament of Champions. Number eight. Kung Fu is a category. Bolo Jung appears in these two seminal Kung Fu movies as the villain. I don't know what that shit is. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't get the Kung Fu category. Enter the Dragon? That's one of them. One point. And Drunken Master. Incorrect. The second one is Bloodsport. Okay. No I'll give point. you one point. One point. Okay. One point. Number four. Seabiscuit. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the movie Seabiscuit, the horse that was the heavy favorite that loses to Seabiscuit is named. Let's see. What's the name of that one that just came out from Disney? Secretariat. Secretariat. Wrong. War Admiral. I was going uh, to guess Land Cookie. The jockey that rides Seabiscuit is named... Topher... <laughs> Toby Maguire. That's I the mean. actor that plays it. Uh, Red Pollard. It's is a documentary. And Memorizing of, a movie about okay. a goddamn horse. <laughs> and out of seven Oscar name... Out of seven Oscar nominations, Seabiscuit won this many Oscars. Zero. Correct. You get one point. I will take number ten. Number ten. 
The Breakfast Club. Okay. Uh, okay. Anthony Michael Hall plays this titular lovable loser in the 80s film. Wait, titular? Titular as in pertaining to the title. He's a member of the club. Yeah, I was about to, uh, no, not this is actors that are in the Breakfast Club, not and, necessarily the Breakfast Club itself. Talking about a different movie in which Anthony Mike yes. where he plays the titular character. Yes. Okay, could I get the question again? Anthony Michael Hall plays this titular character and lovable loser in this eighties film. Legend of Bagger Vance. The Geek. These two Breakfast Club actors are the only ones to not also appear in St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, you have to get both to get a point. Molly Ringwald. And the only other one I can remember is Anthony Michael Hall. Correct. Shit. Okay. You get a point. Yep. Judd Nelson starred in this sci-fi original movie. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Black Hole. Oh. <laughs> the Debbie foreign Harry. exchange student in Sixteen Candles is named. I might know this. Dikembe Matumbo. Dong. Yeah. Oh. Dong, do you have my, my automobile? automobile? All right. So you get one point. One point out of that. All right. Uh, I'll take number thirteen. Thirteen. Saved by the Bell. Oh. A.C. Slater refers to Zach Morris as this pejorative. I don't know. Weakling? I'd hate it. Saved by the Bell. Preppy. The only character to remain in every iteration of the series is... Screech? Correct. The name of Dustin Diamond's sex tape is called... I'm guessing it has something to do with diamonds. Diamond is for... Diamonds are forever? Something like that? The name of it is called Screeched. <laughs> Which is a terrible Which is the worst euphemism for sex ever Not a good verb What'd you do last night? I got screeched Okay, so that is one point for Zach One point, all tied up at two Alrighty Moving right along in this tournament of I'll, champions I will take number one Number one Okay, I'm going to list every Rocky movie And you are going to tell me the respective losers in them Rocky one Rocky Correct Rocky two Also Rocky False, Apollo Creed. Rocky 3. Rocky 3, the Russian loses. Wrong, that's Rocky 4. Uh, Rocky loses in the beginning, and then in a second match, Clubber Lang loses. Give him that hint. <laughs> Number 4. The Russian. Well, you have to have his name. But also, Apollo Creed loses Vladimir Putin. and loses his life. Ivan Drago is his name. Ivan. Rocky, Rocky 5. I think I know this one. Adrian. Tommy the Machine Gun. Rocky 6. Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Correct. So you get two points. It's not a bad inclination to just guess Rocky and all. <laughs> yeah. Rocky, okay. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. And that's all the Rocky movies. Okay. Um, I'll take seven. Seven. The Little Giants. <laughs> Is it a baseball movie? No, no. It's a football movie. You're dead. The Little Giants bring in a ringer under false pretenses. This ringer is named... Thunderlips. Spike. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're thinking Spike. of Rocky Three. The brother's last name in this movie, the competitive brothers Kevin and uh, Danny. Neilan. Played by Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis. Is there, is, there, is there any point in doing these questions? O'Shea. <laughs> Kevin never O'Shea, seen this movie. Danny O'Shea. The and name I don't of the, regret it. The name of the town in Little Giants is called New Littleton. Urbania. 
You get zero points. <laughs> oddly, how many of those would you have gotten, Brian? I may have gotten the O'Shea's. I will go with number nine. Over the top. Oh, fuck. All right, Sylvester Stallone's character in this arm wrestling classic is named. It's all sports things? They're all after losers. That's the theme. Is named Rocky Balboa. Lincoln Hawk. The villain's name in this, who is the heavy favorite. Happy Shannon. Bill Hurley. Well, after, uh, spoiler alert, after Lincoln Hawk wins the arm wrestling tournament, he spends his earnings on what? Booze. A truck. Never seen over the top. Is that it? Yep. Is that all the questions? Yep, Despite I reference it. Okay, I'll take I number wrestle. five. The one time number five. Airbud. Good. <laughs> I'm going. Airbud's a loser. Airbud wins. I'm going. To, no, if you watch the Airbud movies, you're a loser. Oh. The, uh, whoa, going, whoa, whoa! If you watch the Airbud movies, you believe in hope. I'm going to name the sport, and you are going to tell me the dog pun subtitle. In the successive Airbud movies, if you can think of it. The okay. first one, Basketball. Basketball. Actually, no, that doesn't count because that doesn't have a subtitle. All right. Air All right. <laughs> uh, football. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, it's not Most Valuable Primate. That's a different, <laughs> that's Completely a different, different franchise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, oh. The Airbud football movie... I don't know. Golden receiver. Golden receiver. Oh. Soccer. Um, the Pele. No. <laughs> <laughs> Airbud World Pup. All right. Oh. Baseball. God. Um. <laughs> dog out. The dog out. Something about being in the the dugout or the dog out. Seventh inning fetch. <laughs> Yours are a lot better. Volleyball. <laughs> How many... F- Sir, um... Oh, God. Um... <laughs> uh, net. The, uh, the dog catcher's net. Um, <laughs> it's not that clever. It's uh, Airbud Spikes Back. Air it's not even a dog back. pun. Not really, no. <laughs> is there any more? Air Buddies is the hockey one, I think. What? I think Air Buddies is the one with hockey where they have puppies. I didn't see that one. <laughs> Did you see You the haven't others? seen that one. I didn't write it down. Like, well, well, you know, we'll confer later, but... Story Air Bud franchise. I will go with number two. The Mighty Ducks. Okay. Mm. The Mighty Ducks vanquish in the first movie, this team. To which Adam Banks belonged. Um... The Warriors. The Hawks. Uh, the second movie. Bird they vanquished theme going this formation. Correct. The yeah, third movie. Goes. They Iceland. vanquished this team. Third movie? Yes. The one nobody saw. Yes. I, I used to have it, I think, on VHS. Third movie, Their Inner Demons. The varsity team. They uh, all joined Junior Varsity. I'll take, uh, is that it? Are you done? Let's do a quick score break. We have Brian Flynn... Five. Over here with five points. Zach with two. Yeah, oh, shit. I don't know enough about Airbud. <laughs> All okay. the mistakes I've made. All right, we'll pick a number. Pick a number and redeem yourself. Fifteen. Leaving Las Vegas. Nicolas Cage's character in Leaving Las Vegas' former occupation is... Elvis impersonator? 
He is a writer. He falls in love with a prostitute who is played by this actress. Heather Graham. Elizabeth she plays Shudu. prostitutes a lot. Um, Nicholas Cage's son, with his current wife Alice Kim, bears this Kryptonian name. Kal El. Correct. I will take number f- three. Number three. Cool Runnings. Okay. You get one point for every member, uh, every name of the Cool Runnings bobsled team that you can name. How many are there? Four. So... Speedy. No. <laughs> okay, so Brian got zero this time. Yeah. Okay, no, there's a, there's a one... Don't John help Candy. him, he's winning. Yes. That was actually one of the questions I was going to ask. Yeah. John Candy. I'll give you a point for John Candy, especially for preemptively saying John Candy. I figured I gotta, gotta give you something with cool runnings, because I can't remember their names. What? You didn't give me <laughs> leeway with Airbud, whatever else the hell, you little giants or some shit. He actually seen the movie before. <laughs> you admit it's neither seeing any of the Airbud classics. I think I saw or the first one. Uh, have you seen the one where Airbud runs a newspaper empire? I knew but that Airbud right. said you didn't. All right, okay. I'll give you another point if you can n- name what Airbud's former owner, what his occupation was. His former owner? The very first, his abusive former owner. Oh, um, something douchey. Um, he's yeah. a movie producer. Clown. Wow. He's an alcoholic clown. That is there, dark. You... Okay, I'll take five. You already did five. Oh. We did? Airbud. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then I'll take 11. The biggest loser. <laughs> there have been this many seasons. This is the worst the- trivia <laughs> game that we have ever done, by the way. I'm going on a record right now. I, this trivia game is I'm awful. I'm fine with it. It's because you're not very good at it. No, it's because all the topics are stupid and things that no one watches. <laughs> I told you I'd make it hard. There have been this many seasons of The Biggest Loser. Six? Eleven. There have been this many seasons of The Biggest Loser Couples. Four. Yes! Yes. (laughs) Alright. Moving right along. Oh, that's it? (laughs) You have any other Biggest Loser questions? Who is the biggest loser of all time? The fattest guy ever? Yeah. Uh, Mike. See, I don't know. Fucking Mike. Uh, I don't think it's Mike. <laughs> Mike and Molly. <laughs> it doesn't sound right. I'll take 16. Um, the greatest ever villain and loser in movies, Shooter McGavin, was played by this actor. Shooter mm. <laughs> Just repeat it. He was played by Shooter McGavin. It is a biopic. It's a documentary. <laughs> biopic? Whatever. Killing time, Brian. McGavin. You're not getting Tom Cruise. <laughs> Christopher McDonald. He appeared in a straight to DVD B comedy titled Um B movie. American Pie the Naked Mile. Uh, he also appeared in this musical sequel. Musical sequel? Yes. Alvin and the Chipmunks 2 the Squeakquel. Grease 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close. Grease two. Okay, uh, I'll take number Six. Ooh, four to six right now. Brian leading. This is pretty tight. Number six. Billy Zabka. <sighs> Billy Zabka, infamous for being the blonde-haired Aryan villain in every 80s sports movie. Okay. Is the villain in these five movies. Karate Kid. Correct. Uh, Ski School? I don't think that's the title of it. Yeah. Since you written down... Yeah, but I haven't seen it. Oh. Revenge of the Nerds. No. 
Mm. I guess I only get five guesses, right? Karate Kid 2? Correct. Tying it up. Uh, Karate Kid 3. Wrong. Okay, that's I think fine. that was when the girl came in. Okay, and he almost got ski school. And the other ones were just one of the guys. I think Chaz yeah. was the one where he's a... No, that's the one where he's a high diver. Okay. Chaz? And uh, back to school. I think Better Off Dead might have had a skiing competition in it. I'll take number 14. Two left. Okay, I'm going to name a president, and you are going to name who they beat out in their uh, electoral. Mm. Okay. That's okay. an interesting one. It's not pop culture, but... Jimmy Carter. Gerald Ford. Correct. Reagan. Damn, I would have been good at this one, too. <laughs> First or second? Uh, either one. Uh, Carter, then Mondale. Correct. So that'll be... One a, point. A point. Um... George H.W. Bush. Um, Dukakis. Correct. Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford didn't beat anyone. Correct. The game is over. the biggest loser of all the presidents who were losers. Okay. I have 12. There's no way I'm going to get four points on this. You never know. Unless it's things I would clearly know. I'm not going to get this. I think there's only three points It's Tom Waits songs. Yeah. The robot in Weird Science is named... Um, I don't know. The Calculator 5000. Lisa. The two nerds are named... Billy and Tom. Gary and Wyatt. The first words that Lisa utters after she is uh, invented... Is she a robot? She's like a clone or something. But, um, I don't know. Uh, hey, Tiger, you hit the jackpot. What would you little maniacs like to do first? It's actually Mary Jane's first line in um, Spider-Man. The first time she shows up in a Spider-Man comic. Face it, Tiger, you hit the jackpot. <sighs> that bullshit! That question, question, by the way, bullshit, not pop culture related at all. Who cares? He says it I, to be pop the crowd is going wild. Brian Flynn is the champion. Bullshit uh, pop culture. And a bullshit president question. Thanks to a bullshit president. Now I know how Jesse Owens felt. One that I could have also owned, but also not pop culture. Totally outside the bounds of everything else we've done in trivia. You could have picked it. You could have just bullshit picked it. Bullshit pop culture. I might use my champion's veto power to win this argument. Fucking useless. It's a right. terrible question. <laughs> Remember the hatred I felt in my heart last time I got eliminated from trivia? What? Now it's right there. Um, that question is You didn't know that James Cameron directed Terminator. That's noble shit. The How president is... question had nothing to do with anything related to pop, tri- pop culture. They're and... losers. They're famous losers. You're supposed to mention who lost in that, el- in that election. Pop culture. All right. Well, don't worry. Another trivia season I'm not even angry at Brian. I'm going to spite you in all of the trivia games. I'm going to find things that Brian knows. The Wire... Seasons three through five of The Wire. That's my trivia games for the next. You haven't seen them. It's your fault. (laughs) That's how any trivia goes. That was one question. If you do an entire segment on The Wire, there was one question that he didn't know Air Bud. He didn't know shit about Cool Runnings, except that John Candy was in it. I still think that president question was bullshit. And by far the easiest question. Anyway, uh, another trivia season starts anew soon. We're going well, we into trivia doing preseason. Week. We might not be here. Well, we may be here with some In surprises. Some
I don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet, though. I'm pushing for a clip show, five minutes long, but maybe it's time for us to reflect. What Final did we thoughts. learn this week? We learned that uh, don't see passion play for the love yeah, of God. Yeah, it was it's so unremarkable. Bad. We learned that Mitch Glazer has long harbored a fantasy of fucking a bird. Yep, <laughs> they came true. Dreams do come true. Megan Fox. Sometimes you're fucking a bird. If you're interested in watching her act her way out of a paper bag, then don't see a Megan Fox vehicle. By any means, because she's not going to act. No, but just don't see anything bag. with yeah. Megan Fox. Is a rule. We learned. We talked about tipping. We learned that some celebrities are not as generous as they perhaps should be. Yes. Rachel right. Ray. And some of those celebrities, in their defense, do not do much work these days. That's true. They are probably it's not like they don't have money not, though. I suppose because they are. Like, it's not like MC Hammer was on the list. Because they would rack up like four hundred dollar tabs or vanilla ice or something. Or Anybody from the eighties, really. We learned that Brian Flynn is a trivia champion. Yes, I'm holding the trophy. It is he, beautiful. He gets the beautiful trophy despite there for being the time one being. question that was about history and not pop culture. Dude, let it go. Every other co- co- you would around. not be complaining at all if you all were the, the one who, did, who picked all that. the presidents who were asked about in that question were I part of the not, breakfast club. But I would I would grant that In the end we learned that all of us were a Ford, of a Mondale, a Reagan, and a Bush. I'm putting my fist up right now don't like at the end of breakfast. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Forget about me. Wait, don't, so we're a Ford, a Mondale, don't. Reagan, and a Bush. Mondale never got elected. Yeah, Ford fell into the presidency. Reagan never lost. And Bush, well there's two Bushes depending on which one you're talking about. Never yeah. lost. H.W. Or did get, or won once and lost once. Yeah. So are these the varying degrees of success? No, these are just like the different members of the President Breakfast Club. Oh. The President's okay. Club. I think I missed the beginning of that riff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I start going, you gotta get on with me soon, because soon I'll be way Anyways, down. we're done with that. <laughs> um, we'll post a picture of the... The, the, the trophy. The trophy that Myself we, celebrating with the trophy. The, which I made. Yeah. <laughs> we all we designed it. That's true. We all designed it. it you guys, you guys bought the parts, and yeah. then I made it. Yeah, it belongs to Brian for the time Champion. being. <laughs> it's yes. There is another trivia. Story. Anyhow, I think that'll wrap uh, it up. But here at the, I got the scholarship. Zach got the golden hatchet. Yes, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Or other way around, also. Anywho. Uh, let me get um, anything. It's not a tie. <laughs> For all of us, it's the first World Privilege Hour. I'm Patrick, the Karate Assassin Bada. I'm Brian, the Cobra Wielder Flynn. I'm, uh, Zach Hates the Garfield Movies Power. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is pretty long. Uh, we'll see you next week or the week after, depending on what happens. And it turns out, we were dead the whole time. Uh, I think that's the Again. second time we've ended an episode like that. Yeah. yeah well, we don't watch very well, good the, movies. Well, the first one was the M. Night Shyamalan, I think. Turns out we were all ghosts. Yeah, go, 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 ghosts. I'll put in a laugh or some shit. Ha 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 